You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 149 of Besiktas International's The Black Eagles Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Sinan Schwarting, live from New York City. Uh, and today, I'm running things solo. Um, kind of scheduling hiccups, no big deal. Don't worry, everyone will be back, as per usual. Um, we, I, I am a little late uh, we, because we were kind of going back and forth. Uh, things got delayed a little bit, um, and I figured I'd put this thing out, um, even though we're coming up so close on the Guztepe match, because uh, you know we don't want to want to break these things up, give you guys separate listening uh, enjoyment, if you will, um, more opportunities to, to, to hear hear us talk Besiktas. Um, yeah, not just to keep things moving along. Um, basically, I figured I'd give folks a little time to review the big match against Fatih Karagumruk um, as they prepare for the Ghost Tepe match later today. Um, even here in New York City, that's the case. As I'm recording after midnight. <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously, the big news is uh, the match against Fatih Karagumruk, which I will obviously be talking about um, and of course we have a big match against Guztepe today as well so I'm gonna try to keep this thing brief and get this episode out ASAP uh, so that you know folks have time to listen to it before the, the match starts today and, and this episode is no longer relevant um, but so yeah as we tend to do um, I'll talk about where Fatih Karagundruk was heading into this match um, and yeah, it wasn't it wasn't ideal for them. You know, as everyone knows, things had gone quite well for them early on in the season. They'd kind of made themselves um, contenders. I don't think we could say that. I guess it was too early on in the season. Um, not enough of a sample size of, of matches, I suppose. But you know, they came out pretty hot. Um, they brought in a lot of talent. A lot of Italian talent, Italian talent uh, recently. I mean, I'll get into that as I talk about the lineups. But um, yeah, they cooled down. Things were not going so well for them coming into this match. Generally speaking, although um, many may recall earlier in December of 2020, the year of which we will no longer speak. Um, but yeah, Fatih Karagumruk beat Galatasaray. Two to one, um, bunch of red cards handed out in that match. But so th- things m- seem to be heading up for them from then. One would assume, but uh, then they drew against Guztepe and then lost against Trabzon and Antalyaspor. Uh, before actually coming into our match, they had won two in a row. They'd beaten Konyaspor at home 
in Genshler uh, on the road in Ankara. Um, but so yeah, in the Genshler match, they, they won three to one or one to three, I suppose. Um, but so yeah, you know, two wins in a row, I think you could say they're coming in with some momentum. They were looking a little bit better. They'd made some additions to their squad. So uh, that may have been expected by some. Um, but so yeah, there were nothing to sneeze at. <clears throat> so I guess without further ado, I'll talk about those lineups. Uh, for us, for Besiktas, uh, Ersen was in the goal. Uh, Montero, as we expected, played along Domagos Vida. Uh, Montero coming in in good form. With Valentin Rosier and Ridvan Yilmaz on the uh, flanks of our defense. Joseph played in the defensive midfielder role with Atiba and Bernard Mensa playing in more advanced roles ahead of him. Uh, Kyle Aaron played on the right side uh, with Nkudu on the left and Vincent Abubakar up front. Um, perhaps a surprise not to see Gazelle. Uh, he was on the bench. Uh, also on the bench, Adem Liaic, uh, which, you know, again, so that would be good. Also, Gokhan Ture. Um, Ozan would be benched in this match uh, after his last, perhaps slightly subpar performance. Um, prior to that, he'd been playing quite well, so, you know, that was probably up in the air a bit. But uh, Mensa would come into the rotation, or come into the starting lineup, rather. He was obviously already in the rotation. Um, but so, yeah, not any real giant surprises, I would say, for, for us in the, in the lineup. A couple minor ones, perhaps. Um, but yeah, for, for Fatih Karagumruk, obviously Emiliano Viviano. Um, Emiliano Viviano, gosh, that's a very rhyming name. Um, he is their keeper, and he's been their keeper since the beginning of the season. Um, but additionally, you've seen some other additions in the way of uh, Andrea Bertolacci, a 30-year-old Italian, who many will recall having come from Milan. Um, previously, even I think he played for Roma. Um, also, uh, new to their squad was Fabio Borini, another ex-Milan player, and he also had a run in the um, in England, I think, for for a while uh, after then. Liverpool. Um, anyway, but so yeah, you know, some some big names, relatively speaking, certainly. Um, for the likes of Fatih Karagumru, they would not have Zoroko, uh, and Zoroko would not be playing against us. Um, of note, however, <coughs> was Badu Ndaye playing for them. Uh, I did not recall that he had joined them. Um, he's still on loan from Stoke City, I, I believe. So I think Stoke still has his contract, but I, I didn't realize that he joined Fatih Karagumruk, and uh, without giving anything away, yeah, he was quite solid there in the middle of their midfield, so that was a, a bit of a surprise, to be sure. Uh, but yeah, so like I promised, I had a bit to say about their lineup. Also, another addition was Gaston Campi, um, Argentine, Argentine. Uh, he, he's on loan from Trabzonspor. Um, but so yeah, you know, I interesting lineup from them. Lots of familiar faces for anyone who's followed football in the last few years, globally, but obviously particularly in uh, Italy. Um, yeah, I mean, 
a sort of derby, I guess you could say. I don't know. Not exactly a, a, an age-old rivalry here, but certainly two clubs based in Istanbul. Uh, and again, you know, Fatih Karagumruk, as I said, had just beaten Galatasaray uh, uh, just about a month earlier. So there were nothing to sneeze at, that was to be sure. And I think we all expected a pretty solid outing from them, to say the least. Uh, especially when you know, have a lot of big names like that, you, you kind of expect them to, to step up and perform um, against the bigger clubs they come up against, you know, since it's a chance to shine on a bigger profile with, with more cameras and eyes on you. So, um, you know, I think we all expected a good match out of these folks. And sure enough, uh, I'll dive right in. The match started and the first opportunity was to them. Um, Atiba maybe slightly carelessly giving the ball away, but uh, Erson would take care of it. Um, right after then, Nkudu would get a pretty decent shot for us on the counter, basically, uh, and he would muff it. Um, and that would that would be about where things would turn, like in a second minute, uh, and we would we would look pretty dominant for much of that first half, to be honest. Um, trying to remember I mean real early on right after that chance to include a chance dropped to Atiba um, right at the sort of penalty spot just about and he had what looked like a fantastic opportunity to put the ball away and he shanked it wide um, which was a shocker he shanked it right I think many expected that to be a goal just given the positioning and everything and his general uh, awareness and um, you know Clutch gene, if you will. Clutchinson. Uh, but yeah, he shanked it. That was uh, a bit of a shocker, and I think that probably had people a little bit concerned because, you know, when you get opportunities like that and you waste them, eh, you can come to regret those sort of things. But um, anyway, it, it wouldn't stand, or from then, anyway, it wouldn't, it wouldn't look like things would shift dramatically. Um, Besiktas held the ball well. Came attacking in droves. An another chance would drop um, to Nkudu. Um, actually, I think it was a ball that Atiba sort of put forward for Nkudu and he couldn't quite get to it or something. I mean, <clears throat> not a major chance, but it would go back and forth from there. Fatih Karagumaruk would get a few chances in the first half. Um, Borini, especially, I think, had two. Uh, one more dangerous than the other. One was from distance, I believe, and, and not really very dangerous at all. But one of them was mildly dangerous, and I think Erson, in combination with a, either Montero or Vida, sort of took care of it pretty decently. Um, but yeah, besides that, I think uh, I remember Joseph put a ball forward that Obubakar brought down just brilliantly, you know, because it was kind of like a line drive. Um, kind of ball up in the air that Joseph sent in and Abubakar did really well to, to bring it down um, and in fact kind of juggled it up brought it back down and then took a shot with his left foot that was just wide um, and so yeah you could tell Abubakar was ready at that point and sure enough uh, just before the half uh, I think 43rd minute I believe um it was Abubakar who would uh, score um, a beautiful setup from Nkudu, 
who uh, found Abubakar in a little bit of space. Abubakar, Abubakar kind of like changed his pace, did a little change of pace, and then dribbled into a bit of space really calmly and slotted it home uh, really nicely. Uh, low drive to the back of the net, bottom left corner, I think. Um, and yeah, there it was. Besiktas up 1-0 right before the half. And I, and I suppose it's worth mentioning that um, Koray Altenai was awarded a yellow card in the uh, 30th minute of the match. And their Icelandic, or no, sorry, Norwegian def uh, defender, Vigar Hedenstad, also got himself a yellow card in that first half before being subbed out, I think, due to injury in the 38th minute. Um, and yeah, again, in the, it was credited to the 44th minute, but Abubakar would finally get that breakthrough right before the half. Um, heck of a time to score. They, you know, they say that's exactly the time you don't want to be letting a goal get scored. So I'm sure Fatih Karagumruk was none too pleased with that. Um, but yeah, so Besiktas would go into the half with a goal lead. And I think it was very much deserved. You could argue that perhaps Fatih Karagumruk, um, you know, there were no pushovers by any means. But certainly Besiktas had more of the ball and um, the better of it more importantly, um, having quite a few opportunities went, go just wide or you know, be, get blocked last minute that first attempt by Nkudu, I didn't mention he, he didn't really screw it up, it was actually blocked really well but, um, but yeah, so there it was we did get that breakthrough finally just before, before the half, just in time and what's probably of note especially there is that I think that was Abubakar's first goal in play since his mother had passed, so it's a pretty big deal, I think, for him to get that goal in the way that he did, uh, especially. But so yeah, they'd come out in the second half, no subs made on either side. Obviously, Fatih Karagumruk will feel like uh, they were competitive in the first half. Um, you know, could easily have maybe scored themselves, and so uh, they didn't need to do anything. And of course, we probably felt the same, just about. Um, but so yeah, we came out, I thought, well, looked like we were ready to continue our good play. And sure enough, just out of the break, five minutes into the second half, um, lovely play up front. Uh, I think it's Abubakar who passes it to Menza, but it's not credited as an assist because um, there's a bit of clattering around. But Menza gets it back um, off of a sort of missed tackle of sorts, um, dribbles two or three guys, and then slots it home just absolutely brilliantly certainly his goal of the season if not the teams um i mean probably not the teams there have been some really nice goals this year but um yeah just absolutely brilliant stuff from bernard mensa and there it is Besiktas is up now two nil uh you can't ask for a better start to the half obviously that's exactly what you want um fatih karagumruk yeah, would bring in a familiar name to many, Emre Cholak would enter the match. Uh, after that goal, they uh, he'd come in for Koray Altenai. So they were obviously making a, an attacking move, trying to show some intent. Um, being 2-0 down now, they obviously wanted um, to do something different. Um, from there, Besiktas would just keep it up. I think right after the second goal, 
but Bertolacci may have gotten one shot that was not really dangerous at all. I think it was well defended actually by Montero. Uh, and then right again, we'd come right back on the attack. Um, I think it was Nkudu and then Mensa twice with opportunities that were um, taken well, maybe just missed by a hair. I think Mensa took one incredible effort from distance to hit the post. Joseph had a shot from distance. You know, we were really um, peppering their goal at this point, really looking for that third. And lo and behold, um, Kyle Aaron bringing the ball up. At this point, he's now switched to the left side and included on the right, which is working. Uh, he seems to be very clearly more effective for this side. Um, but Laren takes the ball up at around, you know, not even as he's approaching the, the, the box, dumps it off to Ridvan Hilmaz, who's advancing up the left side. Um, with him, obviously, since I, as I, again, uh, Kyle Aaron was on the left side too. And um, Ridvan sends it perfectly back into Kyle Aaron. Maybe not perfectly, because Kyle Aaron has to kind of slide forward, but he does so, and he does so very nicely. And sure enough, slots the ball into the back of the net perfectly. And Besiktas is winning 3 to nil. And at this point, I think we're all thrilled. We've gotten gold from Abubakar, Mensa, now Kyle Laren again getting on the score sheet. Uh, our man competing for for the golden boot here, um, and just a prolific performance from Mensa to this at this point. Uh, you can't ask for more from what, than what we're seeing. Uh, it's just. You love to see it. Just absolutely fantastic reaction um, to all of the pressure that's been building up. You know, you need a performance. Rivals are playing and all of that. You want to ha hang on to first place. Coming off a giant derby win, too, so you could see some complacency settling in. Not at all. Uh, Besiktas is playing fantastic football at this point. By far, Besiktas's best performance of the season. And sure enough, I, that would not be it um, right about the 70 minute mark Mensa dribbles oof, I mean just so te technically brilliant he dribbles three guys spinning even a little bit finds Abubakar just perfectly on side on a little lofted ball um, which Abubakar puts on goal keeper does well to save you know to be honest credit but Mensa pounces on it, um, getting the rebound, putting it into the back of the net. And Bernard Mensa has a brace and just an absolutely fantastic one. Um, backed up not just by the goals, but just all around fantastic play too. He's doing everything he's been doing on the ball while also passing well for a, for a change. And uh, I mean, these goals, you can't say enough about them. So just fantastic stuff. And as I said, Besiktas' best performance of the season is turning into one of one of the great performances that I can recall. Um, just really excellent stuff. And again, Fatih Karagumruk is not someone to overlook. Again, I, I, I'm going to keep saying it over and over again. They they beat Galatasaray within the last month of this match being played. So um, just you can't say enough about what, what's happening up to this point anyhow. Um, and now we're about 20 minutes from the match's end. Up four to nil. Uh, 
uh, yeah, from there, a bunch of subs would, would come in. Uh, Dodokan Tokus would come in for Bernard Mensa. Kokan Tode would enter the match for Nkudu, all that in the 71st minute. Uh, in the 74th minute, Adem Ljajic would enter the match for Atiba Hutchinson. Uh, Jimmy Durmas would come in for uh, Fatih Karagumrak, as well as Mevlut Erdinc. Uh, so some familiar names. Um, and right, just about right after there, in the 78th minute, uh, just a bone-headed tackle from Valentin Rosier in, uh, their, in our box. So um, they would step up, take a penalty. Borini would put it into the back of the net. Calm as you like, if you will. Um, and yeah, there it is, one to four. Suddenly, I don't know, they can make a comeback. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't look like it. Only 12 minutes left. Pesca still has 3-0 lead. You know, the annoyance here is that Erson does not get another clean sheet. He's had quite a few in a row to this point. Um, and certainly not his fault either. You know, penalty. Uh, a, dumb, a dumb foul from Rosier. Um, he does not get carded for it, though. So that's the good news, I suppose. Um... But yeah, right after that, first of all, it's worth noting that Gokan Tore came in with a lot of energy and he would um, do something lovely. A nice ball from Joseph out to him on the side. He'd bring it in cleverly, send, find Adem Lijic right at the top of the, like just about the penalty spot again. And Lijic, well defended, would just put an absolutely brilliant ball on target and into the back of the net. Um, seemingly... A, a fantastic goal, but it would be called off somehow. Um, I, yeah, I'm opposed. I was opposed, um, and I don't, I don't know if I'm opposed because uh, I, I don't think that the call was justified. But um, basically, Dorukan gets sort of a hand on the ball in the build-up to the play. Um, which I guess is reviewable. Um, but So yeah, they'd wave off the goal because of something a, a bit delayed and further back in the build-up up, up to the goal. But uh, yeah, I guess it was enough to, to get their attention. And the goal's called off. And obviously I'm really opposed because it was just a fantastic goal from Adem Ljajic and a, a real morale booster. The, the team really rallied around him, lifted him up. He celebrated nicely. It seemed like a good moment for the team. We've talked a lot about Adem Ljajic um, maybe coming back into the squad and being able to have an impact now, especially that the foreign limit has been bumped up, boosted, if you will. Um, so we are hoping for him to be an impact player for us, obviously, in the second half of the season. And um, seemed like a hell of a way to get started there, but it was uh, called off thanks to Dorg. Who else? Uh, but so yeah, I mean that that would basically be it. Um, no, no more official moments on the timeline. Perhaps a few chances here and there, but um, um, yeah, I mean, almost five-one. But yeah, I mean, Gokan Tore would have a couple of nice little runs into the box towards the end of the match. Um, one in particular that you know he didn't get a shot off in the end, but. Um, just, yeah, he looked real active, solid, you know. Again, you, you really want to see Gokan Ture and Adem Ljajic uh, being impact players for us. That would be fantastic. <coughs> In a sense, you know, it really, uh, with 
Fener obviously bringing in Mesut Ozil. We don't really know. Galactus said I probably had some sort of trick up their sleeves. Um, but so you know, with all that stuff happening, you really you could look at Adem Ljajic and Gokan Tore as kind of new additions to the squad since they featured so irregularly for us in the first half of the season. Um, Adem Ljajic, not at all. Um, and you know, especially Ljajic is a real, you know, can obviously be a real impact player. Um, it's worth noting that besides this goal, which is fun, which was a fantastic one and um, was uncalled was called off for sort of nonsense earlier on. He also had both a goal and an assist. Um, the assist to Abubakar and the goal assisted by Abubakar in his one performance earlier in the season um, that I recall anyway. And uh, both were called off as well. So he's had terrible luck in that regard. We might look at his season very differently otherwise. But um, yeah, a good performance, obviously. You, you know, you'd love to see that even if it was called off because of Dorokan nonsense. But so, yeah, um, that's how the game would end. One to four. Could have been one to five. But a, a, a nice ro- a road victory at the Ataturk Olympiad. Um, just a fantastic match all around. Again, I think you could probably still say it was our best match of the season, despite the goal at the end. Uh, usually I'd hand over things to Evron for stats, but I guess I'll run through some basic ones. I'm not going to do XG or anything like that. Again, I want to keep this brief. I feel like that match explanation was already a little deep, given everything. But um, it, again, it was such, it was such a fantastic performance. Uh, I, can't, I couldn't help myself. Um, but so uh, we ended up the day uh, with 19 shots, seven on target. They had 10 and three on target. 72 percent, uh, 72% possession uh, to their 28%, which you know again spoke to our dominance, which I already really have spoken about this whole time. I mean, it, it, uh, just a fantastic performance. 717 passes completed at an 89% clip. Um, to their 275, I mean, 75% accuracy on their part, so not bad. We just were that much better. Um, we committed 13 fouls to their 8, but we got no cards awarded to us, uh, whereas they had those two yellow cards in the first half. Um, so we played within the confines of the uh, the rules, at least. Um, seven corners to their 4, which again speaks to our dominance and the possession we had and the amount. That we didn't just possess the ball, but had it in their end of the pitch, kind of pinning them down. Um, just getting chance after chance, shots from distance, from up close. You know, we were yeah, just can't speak enough to how good we were. Um, but so yeah, that's all I'm gonna really cover as far as stats go. Um, the match is all wrapped up here as well. So this leaves us, of course, with the all important standings. And um, uh, we've already gotten a little bit into the following match day. You know, match day 21. Um, Trabzon has beaten Gensler on the road. Uh, Istanbul, Başakşehir. Uh, Başakşehir uh, drew Rize, so they keep falling apart. Um, but so what that means is that going into our match now against Guztepe in a few hours, uh, Besiktas remains in first place. Uh, 41 points, and the, the, the nice thing 
here is that Fenner played after us and they were held to a draw by Sivas. I won't go too far into that, you know. Check in with our boys over at uh, Furi Ala Turka to hear about what's going on over there. But uh, needless to say, Fenner dropped two points, giving us complete um, possession of first place with no strings attached. We now have a two-point advantage over Fenner with 19 matches played. Um, both of us, both of us have played 19. They they haven't played their their uh, match day 21 game yet, uh, just as we haven't. Nor have Galatas today, who remain in third place on 36 points. Um, Gaziantep remains in 30 uh, on 34 points in fourth place, and I say they remain on 34th on 34 points because they lost. 3-0 to Dizespor last week. So, they're struggling a bit. And meanwhile, Trabzon is on the rise, having, as I already said, won in this match day. Um, so, they're in fifth place with a match in hand, though, um, on 33 points. And then Alanya and Hatay with 31 points in sixth and seventh. Or I guess tied for sixth. Or I don't know if they have a head-to-head. Whatever that is. And Fatih Karagumruk is in eighth. Still... Kind of clinging on to relevance, but hardly. With uh, tied with the Malatia, by the way, on 27 points. Um, but so they're not really. I don't think you could say in contention. Nor could you really make the argument that Alanya or Hatay are at this point being 10 points off of the leader at this stage. I mean, you know, crazier things have happened. But I think really what you you could you have to make the argument that this is a, a five-horse race. Um, and even then, Trabzon has a, a game in hand. And they're eight points back. So if Besiktas, if we win uh, against Gostepe, they'll go back to being down by 11 points. So eh, maybe it's even just a four-horse race at this juncture. Remember, Gaziantep is seven points back on us. Galatasaray, five points back. And Fener, two. So um, the more points we can get, the merrier, obviously. Let's not drop anything. This is a huge match against Gostepe. Um, not because Gostep is particularly good or anything like that, but just because every match is huge for us now. We're, we're, we're competing for a title. We're in first place, folks. Um, Gostep is in 10th place uh, at the moment. Um, they are coming off of a giant victory against Genshleberle uh, at home, um, I guess. So there's that. But these days, who even knows what's going on with that? They won the previous week in Konya. Um, two to three. Um, and the week before that, they lost to Antalya Spore. Uh, and prior to that, they lost to Trabzon and drew Fatih Karagumruk. So, you know, hardly a team in great form, except again for these last two weeks where they're they're building it, putting it together, just as Fatih Karagumruk was, though. But so yeah. Um. That's it. That's all I'm gonna do. Let's let's focus on this upcoming match. I, I hope that in the this day uh, that you've been preparing for a match against Gustepe, this is of some source of joy for you folks to relive our last match against Fatih Karagumruk. Obviously, uh, good luck to us today. Um, we'll be back real soon. So this uh, this episode will probably get like three listens. I'm I'm, I'm guessing. But what the hey? For posterity, it's here. I hope you enjoyed. Um, yeah, my man of the match for this last one is probably going to be Bernard Mensa, who just 
yeah, can't say enough about his goals and his all-around performance. Although, with that said, we had a lot of great performances. Abubakar, Nkudu, uh, Atiba, although, you know, that miss early on was really bad from him. Um, Joseph was, again, super solid. Uh, the back line was great. Montero, another solid performance. Um, yeah, all around, I think there was very little negatives to, to hand out. Um, Erison made a couple decent saves even, um, despite not really being troubled much, to be fair. But, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm giving it to Mensa. Um, he, you know, all of the criticisms that he's sort of garnered thus far, he dispelled with just an all-out fantastic performance. Um, just can't say enough about it. His goals, Whew. especially that first one. He kind of uses left foot. Um, really all about the the direction of the shot, the placement rather than the power. Um, a little curve on it, just just perfect. Um, and and he like he, on both of his goals, there was a lot of dribbling around of opponents as well. So he just they were splendid. Um, can't say enough about his performance. Hopefully he keeps it up. Um, we finally got to see a little bit of Ljajic, Mensa, and Joseph, I think. Um, although, it probably didn't last for long because there were a lot of subs coming in. Um, I still say I'd, I'd love to see it, you know. Um, and if not, you know, if Mensa is too much to ask for um, alongside Ljajic, and again, I'd see Mensa as more of a central midfielder and Ljajic as an attacking midfielder, but you know, at least maybe in a Tiba with Ljajic. But I want to see Ljajic. Um, he showed something in that moment on the pitch, obviously. Uh, and, the, and the yeah, the, the guys really galvanized, you know, really got around him and, and made him feel good about it too. So maybe he's a club favorite, you know. But whatever it may be, and by club I mean the guys in the team. Um, he had a nice video recently on our social media where... Um, he and one of our coaches was goofing around, so you know, it seems like he's ingratiating himself with the with the team again, getting back with the squad, and, and his morale is back on the up and up. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Great match. Um, and let's, let's keep it going. Um, as always, follow us on Twitter at Eagles underscore podcast. Follow myself at Sir underscore rights underscore a lot. Follow us on Instagram, Black Eagles Podcast. Um, shouts to uh, our listeners. We've gotten some feedback lately. Loving it. Um, we're going to have a hashtag after the beep coming up soon. Uh, and, of course, this uh, this jersey is going to be raffled out. People have given money. No, we're not scamming you. Don't worry. Your names are on the record. Uh, and we are going to pull this thing. Like I said, technical difficulties. I mentioned it last week. Uh, my camera has arrived in the mail. So um, hopefully we can schedule this thing and show you guys the shirt and do one last pitch for your donations uh, before we do the raffle again live on air. We'll do it on Instagram TV as we did last time. Um, donate money because really it's coming. I, I promise you we do have a, a match-worn Atiba Hutchinson kit um, waiting to be raffled off and uh, it could have your name on it. $5 per raffle ticket donate and remember the money is going to Besiktas because we're going to put it all to the Kartal Yuvasa and we've done it already once it's on the record and and then those kids go to these kids in Africa in Ghana um, 
in Accra, more specifically even, uh, where our, our friend Mohammed is uh, putting these shirts to good use and getting some kids trained up and playing football and uh, maybe even someday playing for Besiktas. Who knows? Uh, he's already got a track record of sending players to both Turkey and Europe in general. So, um, yeah, donate, donate, donate. All to a good cause. Hashtag BDOCMOMSENA and uh, our, our, our club in Accra, our academy over there. So stay tuned. We'll be back really soon. And by really soon, I do really mean really soon. Uh, and yeah, like I said, look forward to our hashtag after beep. We have a, a friend from Brazil who's going to be featuring upcoming. Uh, and feel free to send in your own messages. Our WhatsApp is on, the, uh, is on our Twitter account somewhere. So look that up. Uh, if you're interested in, in sending in a message, you can find a way of reaching us, like I said, on uh, Twitter or Instagram. Uh, and yeah, you're welcome to, to have a say on, on anything you want to, whether it's a transfer or uh, something about the uh, recent match we've played or a player you like or dislike. Let us know how you feel. Um, we are here to give you a, a place to vent your your frustrations or your uh, excitement and happiness so yeah again we will be back soon and as always go back Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.